Hello, and if you have missed me, I have missed you too. It is episode number 41 of the Nightly Pleasures podcast. I am your host, humble as I may be. I'm also the author and the performer of the piece you're about to hear, followed by the many, many fun questions. But before we get into all that, it is Halloween. It's a fun holiday, and on the blog, there's going to be a whole lot more content than on the podcast. Don't worry, we're coming back next week, every week, through right before Christmas. Uh, count on it. But up until then, on the blog, there will be some more Halloween-themed pieces between now and the 31st. You can find them, again, at at greynighterotica.tumblr.com. There's going to be some spooky stuff, there's going to be some sexy stuff, and I hope that you enjoy it all. Oh, is that enough of plug for my own free site where you can get more free stuff all the time and everything's free on it? Oh, I hope so, because I want to get into this one. This is a fun episode. It's a great episode to come back on. I'm in a good mood, the election's almost over, and it's time to get into that partying spirit. But I do want to warn you guys, this piece does come with some extra coarse language. It also comes with a heaping side of degradation and BDSM accents as well. It's not as vanilla as it may seem at the beginning. Don't worry though, I think you'll still enjoy all the twists and turns it may or may not take. I call this piece The Mask, and I hope you enjoy it. Coming. Coming. One second. <laughs> well, hello. Oh, man, I have missed you. Oh, I'm so glad you can make it to this party. <laughs> come in, come in. Oh, my God, you're so scantily clad. You must just be freezing. Here we go. Yeah, it's been a pretty mild fall so far, but yeah, the nights still get cold. Oh, it's so good to see you. Come here. Give me a hug. Let me warm you up. Oh, that's right. Let me get my big hands all over you. <laughs> uh, you want me to guess what you are? Well, actually, I've been giving that some thought lately, so... No, no, I have, I have. I've been really thinking about it. And I kind of just want to take you right on over here. Don't worry, I'm being a bad guest, but that's okay. Let's take you away from the party a little bit. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> hi. No, really, hi. I have been thinking about you a lot. A lot. A lot. No, 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 no. This is... This is something else. This is something different. I promise. Just hear me out. Uh, as you know, I'm not really the type of guy to throw parties like this, but something's changed, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the therapy. I don't know if it's going away for a while, but I knew on the plane back that I wanted to make this list, this list of things I wanted to do, small things, big things. And then after I made those lists, uh, I just kind of wanted to think about who I want to see again and why. And yeah, yeah, I get it. This is a little bit creepy. This is a little bit type A personality for me, but I really, really thought about it all. And most of all, 
I kept thinking about you. Yeah, you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I really fucking want you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all. I thought about it. And let me tell you, there were some real beautiful women where I was at. And I understand that we've been friends for a long time and that sort of thing. But I don't, I don't think you're hearing me. I think you're blushing a little. I think you're playing a little bit nice. I want you. I want you and I'm going to have you. And uh, I'm going to have you right here, right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding at all. I know that you've given me the signals over the years. I know that you're a little apprehensive about this right now, but I don't think those no's really mean no, do they, darling? I think you want this, and I think, no, you know what? I know it. I know that you're flattered by all this. You see, you always liked me, and that's before I had the world just kind of spinning on my finger. And now that I do, I think I can finally allow myself. I've finally seen what's actually there all along. You see, some of these women out there, man, they're just bitches. They're just gold diggers. They're just opportunists. It's not their fault. It's just how it is. I tell you, fame hasn't changed me one little bit, but it sure has changed the women around me. And that's when I thought about you. Don't make a noise. Everyone will see. And we know that you don't want them to know what a dirty little slut you are. And that's exactly what your costume is, isn't it? Slutty. Oh, you're such a good girl all year round, but then you wear this Halloween costume that says, please, please, please. And you know what? I think I'm gonna just take you up on your request. Oh, I knew that pussy was hot for me from the second I opened the door. And it's gonna be a whole lot hotter now. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna stick my fingers into your pussy. I'm gonna rub them back and forth. I'm gonna make you come in my hand. And then I'm gonna make you clean that hand up before we go back to the party. Afterwards, you're gonna stick around. You're not going anywhere. Or like I said, I will tell each and every last person out there, hey, hey, stop fucking moving. Pay attention. I will tell each and every last person out there that you wanted this, that you got it and you couldn't handle it, and women fucking line up to suck the cock that you couldn't manage. Or you stick around, you play your cards right, and maybe I'll finally give you those slow pussy licks you've always thought of. You know, that's why I want you're the only friend of mine who sent me a message saying, Hey, 
Watch out for the trappings of fame. Watch out for everything else. It was so sweet of you to have that fake concern. You knew it wasn't going to change me. You knew this was who I was all along. <clears throat> now give me that tight little pussy. Mm -mm. No, no, no. See how I didn't say wet? See how I didn't hope it was good for you? I don't give a shit. You're going to love this either way. You're going to tell stories about this for a long, long time. Oh, I don't even know if I'm staying here. I don't even know if I'll be your friend for too much longer. But I sure want to fuck you before you go. Before I leave. Before the next big thing happens. Oh, and speaking of the next big thing, you feel me rubbing against you from behind. This cock is gonna fucking choke you tonight. I don't need head. I need throat. Oh, <laughs> oh but I do love a party. Look at you. Quiet as a mouse, barely able to mutter. Here, let me pull your tits out. Shh. I said I was going to do it, so I'm going to do it. Don't fight me. Let me pull your tits out so you have the increased incentive to be a good girl. Stay quiet. Oh, because this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. Mmm. <laughs> owie, 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 as I go into that pussy. Oh, but it is. It is very wet for me. Mmm. Clamp down on it. Come on. Clamp down on it. And there we go. Make me spread you open over and over again. Mm -hmm. You're going to come on this hand, and then you're going to clean it off, aren't you? See? See? We can all make it out of this just fine. You do what I want, I get what I want. Everybody wins. <laughs> you are so fucking small when I wrap my shoulders and arms around you. You are just... I could just make you vanish just like that. Come on. Focus. Focus on those hands in there. Come on now. Focus. Focus on my fingers in that pussy. Oh, you are so fucking lucky, me and all the fucking women trying to get my attention. And here I am just doing something for you. Just because I am that powerful. Just because I want to. You are so fucking lucky, aren't you? Say you're so fucking lucky. 
Say you're so fucking lucky. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. You want to know why we never got together as I hammer and now that pussy as hard as I can? You want to know why we never got together? You want to know the real fucking reason why we never hooked up before now? I never thought I deserved you. I never thought I could earn it, not even for a goddamn second, but here we are. And you know why? Because I'm on top of the goddamn world, and you have fallen. And for this brief little period, you and I occupy the same place on the ladder. Me moving up, you falling down, and me looking up your skirt. Which I admit, it's a pretty damn good view. feels so good to be hurting this pussy after putting it on a pedestal for so long. <laughs> it almost makes you seem mortal. And you know what happens when gods get tired of mortal women. I'm your Zeus tonight, baby. I'm your big white boy. Now that you're all opened up for me, and that you're all ready, it's time to come. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, I'm going to ease into it slowly before I start hammering you as hard as I can. And I'm going to try and pull out just a second or two before you come so I can cup my fingers and get as much on me as possible. <laughs> you are such a fucking slut for me. Or maybe it's not for me at all, is it? Maybe it's hearing that crowd out there. Maybe it's knowing that the smell of your pussy is going to be on my hand while I put it on other little girls' backs. But like I said, you're going to stay after, or I am going to make this so much worse for you. Uh, you know, you really should have dressed up as instead of a slut. Don't worry, the fingers are coming faster now. You can focus on them. This is too embarrassing. You should have come as a black sheep. You should have come as somebody ostracized. Is that too big of a word for you? I forget where your education just dropped off after I started taking those advanced courses. Don't worry. It's all going to be just like you fantasized. Because I know what you fantasized about was me having a good time. And right fucking now, I'm having a very good time. You feel those fingers digging into you with every fucking jab? Let me try it again, right fucking now. I'm having a good fucking time. Good thing pussies are elastic, aren't they? 
Otherwise, I'd get bored of you so much more quickly. Here it comes, here it comes. No, you don't fucking get that big of a build-up. That's one more lie. Don't worry, you can put it with all the rest. Here it fucking comes faster. Get ready. Come on, come on. We're going to pound that fucking pussy, and you are going to make it goddamn come for me. Come on now. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me, you fucking little slut. Give it to me, you fucking little slut. That is my fucking cum. Give it to me, you fucking little slut. Right there, right there, right there. You came dressed as a slut, you play as a slut, and I'm gonna fucking treat you like one all night long. I'm gonna fucking defile that costume before the night is done. You are mine, you are mine, you are mine. Come for me, come for me, come for me. Now, 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 now. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. You can't even stand on your own, can you? No worry. That's what the wall is for. Open your mouth. Open your pretty little mouth. Open your pretty little slut. There we go. See? You do know the game. I just have to be more forceful. Now, clean it all up, suck it in with those beautiful DSLs, clean it up nice, there we go. Now, I permit you to leave this room, so long as you return to it, and later, after the party, I'm gonna show you what I look like in my costume. And don't worry this time, I'm really gonna take the mask off. And I hope you enjoyed that piece. Uh, I enjoyed, of course, making and performing it for you very, very much. But without further delay, let's get into question time. It's been way too long. And we have a whole lot of questions in the meantime. So, up first we have Olivia. Trick or treat, man! Okay, so you see these drones flying all over the place? Because I definitely saw them. And people are trying to tell me it's because they're like delivering beer and groceries and stuff now. But I'm telling you, it's the NSA, man. It freaks me out. Would you use something like that to deliver groceries? <laughs> Thank you, Olivia, <clears throat> doing uh, what could only be assumed to be a tremendously good impression of Lolly from Orange is the New Black. Would I use drones? Yes. I can't wait to use them because, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's a tradition now. Civilization VI just came out, and for every Civilization I've played, the first time I had Pizza Hut pizza since it goes back to my childhood. So I actually ordered one, and I just realized how awkward. I've been a pizza boy, man. <clears throat> I've been one. It just made me realize like how awkward the situation is and they're sitting there and they're waiting for their tip and they they have to be not like replace that with a robot i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry but please right now somewhere in dubai or indonesia or one of those mammoth luxury cruise ships there's got to be a drone delivery service already working off the books uh i'm convinced that somebody is getting their blow via drone right now and they couldn't be happier so, yeah, bring it. I absolutely, like, what's the difference between that and a truck? I want automated self-driving cars that go and fetch my dry cleaning for me. 
<laughs> I want groceries to show up automatically. Absolutely. Let let the autonomous uh, revolution begin, though it dooms all of our children forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Next, we have Allie. Trick or treat, Jack. Oh, trick, treat, trick, treat. I have a couple of questions for you this week. Treat, trick. My first question. I can't decide. I'm just wondering, is there anything you've ever misunderstood the purpose for? I did have an odd occasion where I thought forks were for brushing hair. <laughs> well... I definitely want to hear more about that. I was really stumped about the question until we got to the second part there. And now I'm just more curious about your story. <laughs> Did you think forks were for brushing hair? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if I've ever gotten the the total purpose of something wrong in a big story way like that. I will say that once uh, my mom and sister, because my sister is younger than I am, we're still living together uh, when I was out of the house. And I came back, and I don't know, I, I cleaned out uh, a cat litter box or whatever. And we couldn't find where I put that scooper. I don't even know what you call it. I just I think I just called it a scooper. I don't think I've ever referred to it by name before. But it was metallic and really nice. And it did look a little bit like a spatula, and I made note of that. And we couldn't find where I had put it after I'd done it. There were two litter boxes in the house. But the dishwasher was running and I'd already done the dishes. And you, we had a dishwasher where it locked. It locked you out the whole cycle because it, it did some kind of foam thing in between. So you couldn't open it at, after a certain juncture for something like 35 minutes. So there's 35 minutes of dread where my mother and sister were just mercilessly teasing me. Like, if it is in there, we will never forgive you. We will never let it down. And because we couldn't find it... Uh, I was really sweating bullets because I because I did even go like, wow, this looks like a spatula. Uh, so I was just terrified, terrified, like like uh, Damocles, like the like the telltale heart. Every thump of that dishwasher just grew louder and louder. And finally, it did uh, stop to the point that we could open up. The steam comes rinsing out. My poor uh, vision, because I'm, I'm wearing glasses, gets covered in, in fog and everything. So I literally can't see anything. And they pull it out and they shriek. And wouldn't you know it, uh, it is not in there. And to this day, I won't th let them live it down. So suck on that, people who love me. My next question for you is to do with your voice. Uh-oh. I love your voice. Oh, thank you. And... It would be terrible if it ever went away. What? <laughs> is there is there an implied threat here? I did once bargain my voice away. What? And I'm wondering, is there ever anything you would be willing to give up your voice for? 7.27 million United States dollars in bearer bonds. <laughs> uh, I, that may sound specific, but I was recently just just listening to something, and uh, and and I that may sound hyper specific now that I'm mentioning it. Uh, but I was just thinking, like, if I were to insure it, right? Like, if I were to insure it, like, you know, you've heard these stories about the models who insure their legs for ten millions. What would it be? I did the napkin math. Like, this wasn't a serious t attempt, and I came up with you know about seven point two five million. 
And then I just add a little bit to that, just in case. Just for, you know, just for walking around money. Uh, but yeah, if I were going to insure it, it would be for like, like 7.5. Why not? If I could get that deal. I couldn't get that deal at this point. And my final question is, what is it like to be part of your world? What? On any given day. Is this, this, all right, I cracked the code. This is definitely the Little Mermaid. If I were there, what would it be like? Ah, I'm so proud of myself right now. Just to be a part of your world. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome, Allie. <laughs> I got there before the end a little too late. I haven't seen The Little Mermaid since it was in theaters. Hashtag dating yourself. Oh. Oh. Hey, Carrie. How about a question? Hey, Jack. It's Carrie. Just wondering uh, what kind of music you're listening to lately. I need some new recommendations. Um, also, have you had any time lately to read any good books? If so, I'd like a recommendation on that as well. Thank you. Miss you. Uh, thank you, Carrie, very much. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I've been listening to Solange and Lemonade nonstop so that my fans stop annoying me over that. Oh, Solange Gate 2016. For those of you unaware, on the blog, I publicly admitted I don't know who Solange was or is, and since then, there have been so many little shitty comments. Oy vey. <laughs> what am I actually listening to? I'm listening to a lot of Elbow, uh, I, uh, especially Seldom Seen Kid and Leaders of the Free World. Those two albums will always have a special place in my heart, and Mondays is for drinking to them. Uh, I'm listening to just tons and tons and tons of Baroque music. Uh, lyricless music is so much better for productivity for me than uh, music with lyrics, so there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's basically what I'm listening to. Books? I'm afraid not. I really wish I were. I tried wish, uh, reading the Dark Tower series again. It's just not for me. Uh, I did give a peek because I just saw the movie version of it. I did give a quick scan through of Dreamcatcher. Uh, but when I saw it was 600 pages, no thank you. But I was so curious, like, if the book was as bad as the movie and vice versa. I am not reading a lot of books. It's all about nonfiction these days. I am such a good, good, good little study boy. It's a little bit ridiculous. Thank you, Carrie. And up next we have Kayla. Hi there, um, uh, sir, Mr. Grey Knight, sir, dude, bro, bro, um, sir. I'll take it. I, uh, I guess one question I have is... Is there, like, a particular scenario or, you know, range of scenarios you'd want to do if only you could have, like, that sort of old-timey radio-grade, like, <laughs> production, like, like what, what they did, did with the original War of the Worlds, rec- mm. not recording, the original War of the Worlds broadcast, I mean... You don't want to create an international incident in everybody's pants, but, like, you know, is there something that you really want to do, but you feel like you can't do it because that ambient sound isn't able to be captured? Mm. All right. Well, uh, this is Indigo Alpha saying, (laughs) you probably look great today. Hey! 
right back at you. And what a killer name. And I'm not being sarcastic. Indigo Alpha. That is a killer call sign, man. Uh, well, thank you for calling. I'm pretty sure that's your first time. Thank you so much for that, Kayla. Uh, slash Indigo Alpha. What a great call sign. Okay. Uh, so War of the Worlds has actually happened multiple times. I implore you, if you're if you're interested on in seeing how somebody could make War of the Worlds cause mass panic again after the first one did, uh, Google War of the Worlds again Radio Lab. They have a fantastic episode based on that. Secondly, is there stuff that I want to do with sound and soundscape that I don't have the ambient noises for, etc.? The short answer is yes. The long answer is I don't have the I don't have the same thing as like. I don't have the same resources as podcasts who who bring in a lot of money, who have sound studios, etc. If I had the whole production team and all that as the thrilling radio hour, I'm pretty sure I got that title wrong with Paul F. Tompkins. I would. Oh, sure. If uh, if I I mean, like I've I've said it before, I'd love to do a second podcast about Lost, where I just talk about each episode of Lost after watching it once a week with you guys. Oh, man. There's so many little other things I want to do. As far as sexual stuff, yeah, there's some real experimental stuff I want to do out there. I've been working on this piece for nearly a year, a non-erotic uh, boyfriend experience piece called Manifest. It's it's The reason why it's not done is because with everything that I fall in love with, I keep uh, delaying it until I can get it as close to perfect as possible. Yeesh, it's not a great cycle. It's not a great look on me. Uh and that one has proven some real technical difficulties that I think uh, somebody, some, you know, third party could just come in and solve no problem. So are there stuff, the experimental stuff that maybe some next level stuff one day? Absolutely. Never, never stop exploring like that. Last up, not last up, but next up here we have Hello. Alex. Hi. Um, sorry for the weird voice, but I've got a bit of a cold. Your voice is lovely. I would kiss the frog in your throat. Um, my question is, what is one particular song that you can listen to again and again and again and never tire of? Thanks. I don't think that there is familiarity breeds contempt, contempt and absent makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, I don't think that song is out there. Even classical music stuff, like even Adagio for Strings is going to be annoying eventually, isn't it? I think so. I don't think it's out there. Variety is the spice of light. And if that's a cop-out, uh, <laughs> I'm the greatest cop-out artist in the world. Up next we have, I don't, I don't quite know, uh, quite know how to pronounce this. With We're, we're just going to go with Danae. Hello there, Jack. Hello. Hope you're doing fine. I'm, I'm great. Missed Thank you, you a lot. First name of the podcast. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Well, so I have three questions okay. for you. Okay. Two nerdy ones and one which I'd say is more serious. Okay. So let's go to question number one. What was your favorite cartoon series as a child? And who was your favorite character? Since, well, I have the impression you lived through the good days. No, oh. no, how dare you? I live for the future. I'm, fu I'm pro-future. I'm anti-past. So I definitely don't live for nostalgia. 
Uh, my favorite cartoon series, I think I may have even talked about this on the show before, was called The Pirates of Dark Water. My favorite character was, of course, the young, handsome prince who's basically just a perfect little Mary Sue who doesn't know he's a prince, who has all these magic powers. And his most magical power is falling ass backwards into making... Oh, man. Okay, up next we have Mickey. Hiya, Jack. Hello. The sky's awake, so I'm awake. Oh, my God. And can I just ask something crazy? All right. Okay. So listen, I know this one's Frozen because I love Frozen. And I've talked about what a great screenplay I think Frozen is. Uh, so I feel like I feel like maybe I might have been teamed up a little bit on this one. I know this is Frozen. You're not going to get me twice, guys. Easy. So my sister, she's kind of really weird, uh -huh, had a party uh -huh. last night and uh -huh. I met the one. Uh-huh. Um, my family always warned me about strangers, but he's tall. Yeah, yeah. I've known him for like four hours. And he's got dreamy eyes. I know he's from Whistleton. He loves sandwiches. His best friend's <laughs> name is probably John. Yeah, he's pretty perfect. Yeah. My sister kind of declared that I can't marry a man I just met in front of all of our friends at the party. Oh, really? And um, what do you think? Okay. Oh, is that where we're stopping? This, this, gosh, this is like the baton death march that we have to see this through. There's more coming, guys. Uh, that's why there was a hesitation on me to pause. Uh, listen, I'm just, I'm going to tell you what I, what is ultimately the only lesson that anybody can take away from Frozen, which is no matter how pretty, all women are ice queens on the inside who will never, ever even remotely love you as much as they love a talking animal. So. And can I ask something even crazier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another lad I met. He's this big kind of beast of a man. And I... Christopher. Christoph is not a beast. He is a splendid young man with a great work ethos. Yeah. And I think I annoyed the piss out of him for a bit, but he's kind of a pain in the ass. Anyway. <laughs> he did help me talk with my sister, but he's smelly and rustic and his family's kind of really weird. But he's kind of cute. Should I go out with him instead? Also, do you want to build a snowman? I really feel completely frozen in this situation. Oh, see, I really thought it was going to end with, do you want to build a snowman? Here's what I have realized, because I, so, I got so bored, sorry. I got so bored midway through that. Here's what I realized. Uh, frozen is uh, outcast for little, for little girls. It's not outcast, is it? Oops, I said the wrong thing. What's the one where they go back in time? Was the one where the woman goes back in time to Scotland? Outlander. There we go. Outcast is a very different show. Uh, Outlander. Uh, <laughs> that's what I just realized. When you said that he was the other guy was kind of stinky and rustic, I'm like, okay. Okay. Outlander for children. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you for the question. See you next time, Mickey. Up next, we have Rachel. Hi Jack, Hello. this is Rachel from Hong Kong. Hi. And uh, this is my first time. Well, thank I'm you. I'm going to record a question for you. I really appreciate it, Rachel. So let's just get right to it. Let's do it. My first question is: uh, Have you ever been to any part of Asia? If you did, where have you been to? If you didn't, where do you want to go to? 
Maybe Hong Kong. I don't. Maybe know. Hong Kong. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have been to India, and uh, I would. I've not seen enough of India. India is, as as I've said, from my my poor Western understanding, basically four countries stapled together, uh, by by colonialism. And I've not seen the Punjabi region. I really want to see northern. I've been to southern India. I want to see northern India pretty badly. Uh, I, I want to see Angkor Wat. Uh, I've, I've had a fascination with it ever since I was a kid. I played a video game called The Illusion of Gaia. They made Angkor Wat like the most cool, mystical place. And I've, I've had a bit of a fascination with it since then. Uh, it's, a, it's a very cool place. I do want to go to, to Kuala Lumpur, to Indonesia... Uh, I want to go to all the metropolitan areas, especially if they have a nice foreign quarter, say 5% of the population or so is, is foreign quarter. Uh, that would be a real cool vacation to me to, to maybe meet up with some, with not maybe some, some Americans, but, but, but Brits or Australians or Kiwis or uh, Brits or, or just native English speakers who are also living the expat life, uh, but, but still fully immersed in another culture. That sounds fantastic. Um, yeah, like I would love to go all over, uh, just Southeast Asia. I know Japan and China are these big draws. I don't blame anybody. I absolutely love, I know I was just down on, on Japanese narrative structure, but God, do I think Shinto shrines are just some of the coolest stuff out there. So much of Japanese classic architecture because they had to work around having essentially the shittiest iron in all the world, just really bad, low quality iron and the ingenuity and the elegance and the beauty of what they made uh, uh, before the Industrial Revolution of Japan is just astounding. So do I want to see it? Yeah, of course. Hong Kong, I got to admit, seems a little busy for, for a guy like me, a big old introvert uh, who definitely wants to eat without being stared at <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like the giant white lummox that he is uh yeah yeah but sure do i want to see it oh i want to see it all oh rachel's just taking a little bit get to back this to us from Hong Kong. oh no and uh, this is my let's just skip over a little bit Again, there where do you want to go to preference on women that you fantasize <laughs> i know you love all women you love all kind of curves, shapes, uh -huh, uh -huh. and stuff like that, but do you have a preference when you fantasize? I, uh, I'm actually going to admit something that's very difficult to admit right now. This is something that just, that just occurred to me, uh, literally within the last 72 hours, and I'm having a hard, hard time, uh, adjusting with, and that is, I've discovered that the rest of you, when you close your eyes and you visualize something like the number one, you see the number one. I don't see anything. Uh, I don't see colors. I don't see faces. I don't see structures when I close my eyes. So when I'm sitting back and fantasizing, I'm not seeing a physical representation of a woman when, I, uh, when I'm turned on, when I orgasm. I'm either remembering an emotional connection, a la uh, a Black Mirror uh, episode from seasons past, maybe, some of you have seen. Uh, I'm remembering a feeling, or I'm just so turned on and I'm so into it. Uh, and Leo DiCaprio in The Basketball Diaries talked about that briefly, like, 
the masturbating itself is very fun. I don't always need a fantasy. So I don't, I truly don't, but across my heart, ever see a woman when I'm turned on and in bed and masturbating. Ever, ever, ever. Anyone. So, yeah, I think those are the questions I can, I can think of right now. Okay. Uh, it's been two to three months since I've started listening to your audios, and it's been quite a journey. Oh, wow. I love your work. Thank you. You even got me kind of into the DDL. <laughs> I would never thought of that. Thank you for that. And you have got me through so many nights. Oh, you my. have no idea. I cried listening to your audios. I smiled. I giggled. And, and it helped me go to sleep. And yeah, you, you like my light, my, my nightlife now. Yeah. Again, <laughs> my. English, how does it work? I don't know. <laughs> your English is uh, great. So really, really, I want to thank you. Thank you very much for um, making this thing, doing what you do, doing what you do, and uh, just get people like me through days and nights to feel that they're loved, to maybe just spice it up sometimes. Really, really, thank you. So, until... I, I, I have to stop it there. Thank you so much, Rachel. Oof, uh, ooh, compliment overload. Uh, oof, I'm just, I'm trying to, my hardest to embrace it all. I know you mean every word. Uh, thank you, Rachel, and thank you for everybody who feels like Rachel. Okay, and now a quick little segue to Meg. Hi, Meg. Trick or treat, Jack. Hi, Meg. I've got some questions for you, but... Before that, I want to see if you can guess who I am. Okay. Well, I guess this is just going to continue. Oh, let's begin. Because it's Halloween. I'll give you four clues, and then I'll move on to some questions that I have for you, and I'll give you the answer at the end. Okay. Clue it's number one. A, it's a mini game, folks. I've had so many kinds of jobs. Okay. I've been a rock star okay. and an astronaut Homer and a paleontologist Homer and a veterinarian, Homer even a presidential candidate. Homer and I've been through even the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, Homer and the Marines. Homer but those were a lot more fun when the uniforms came off. Number two, Homer speaking of clothes, <laughs> I have a never-ending wardrobe and more shoes than a girl could wear in 12 lifetimes. Even some of them in my signature color pink. Clue number three. Well, I'm three. just, I'm going to pause right there. That definitely, that definitely throws a kink in the Homer Simpson plan, and now I'm thinking Barbie. Three. I've had a lot of different houses, but yeah. my favorites are my Malibu Beach okay. House. Okay, okay, Barbie, it's and Barbie. And my dream house All with right. the elevator okay. on the outside. All right. Last number clue. How stupid. Uh, number four. Do you guys think I've had <laughs> an amazing boyfriend for over 50 years. Yeah, but he won't propose. He doesn't have a whole lot going on downstairs. He sure doesn't. And truthfully, he doesn't have a whole lot going on upstairs either. He's too cute. But he's really devoted, and yes. I love him to bits. His name's Ken. Oh, my God. Okay, so now questions. <laughs> All right, so my... 
<laughs> so my question is, one, why do you think Barbie sounds like that? <laughs> why do you think Barbie sounds like that? <laughs> Two, wouldn't it have been better if you did Homer Simpson with that voice? Uh, if that's the voice you were married to, I mean, just throwing it out there. Number one, even in this modern day, when we ever, you know, all use computers all the time, I just wondered, <laughs> do you ever use a notebook, like, freehand? Or in, in, if you're out and about and you have an idea, do you, you write down your idea in a notebook? Uh, no, I don't write by hand. My handwriting is awful. Sometimes even I can't read it, uh, and especially if I'm scrolling something very quickly. Which is which is note taking in public, so no, I haven't used uh, pen and paper in years for that. I will use it to outline. I will use it to do what I call the skeleton of a short story. If I have something that's not coming together, uh, I will still do that by hand. Something about the actual ink makes it harder to erase or ignore than if you're typing it up on a screen. I've noticed, uh, and and outlining is really difficult, uh, monotonous ditch digging work when it comes to writing so anything that keeps you in the moment uh while you're outlining is really good work so yeah okay question two <laughs> um i watched a movie lately with this dude who really movie. liked this rug that he had you know because re oh my god it's the big lebowski how <laughs> how dumb do you guys think i am really pulled the whole room together. Uh -huh, so I uh -huh. just wondered if you had a favorite piece of furniture. I'm betting <laughs> you're going to say your bed, but, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, I actually have a couple of accent pieces that I quite like. Uh, I was quite into uh, just the just Chinese aesthetic, so I actually have a fairly authentic Chinese lamp hanging up. Uh, I've got uh, just a couple of little accent pieces like that that have precious memories associated with them, and therefore, if they were uh, vandalized or taken away from me, I would feel quite sad. And question number three, my last question. So, when listeners come to your recordings, do you have a preference that we stick to coming when you're directed? <laughs> or would you rather that we think of those uh, orgasms like potato chips uh -huh. and say we can't stop at just one? Uh, when I do joys, humor me, I guess. They're so rarely that I tell you directly what to do that you should try. Uh, the short answer is is that they're peppered into the whole body of work the way that they are so that there's variance. The best way to betray your expectations is to sometimes um, fulfill them and vice versa. So if you're always getting your way, you're never going to be happy with something. And uh, I could talk about that for 15, 20 minutes as well, about the how I view consent and you clicking play and how we, how we can play around with that in this single channel information medium of audio porn. But I will do that, thankfully, another time or maybe never. Anyway, thanks for all your hard work. And how great y'all you are to all the fans, Jack. You're super spiffy. Thank you, thank you so much. But I'm gonna stop you there because come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Up next, I'm pretty sure this is Ruby. Trick or treat. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Hi. Happy Halloween. Thank or you. Halloween. Trick. Eve, whenever this comes trick. out. Trick. Trick.
How are you doing? I'm well, I can't I decide. The zombies, the ghosts haven't gotten to you yet. <laughs> After all, you're the Grey Knight, the hero that conquests many a foe. Uh, for one, I did not know that was my legacy. And for two, let's just talk about how impervious to zombies a knight is. <laughs> we got that all figured out. Anyway, anyway, I have two questions for you, okay. and then I'll be on my way to go and trick-or-treat at other houses. Uh, so, okay. I won't take much of your time. Okay. Question number one. <laughs> what was your favorite horror story around this time of year? My favorite, ooh, ooh, if you're really into this, my favorite horror story that I've ever read off the internet. I'm going to try and find a link for it and put it up on the blog, but I'm going to say Google... Russian sleep experiment. I think that'll get you there. And don't read anything else. Just read the story, man. Uh, boy, that one. That one sticks with me to this day. I'm going to try and find a link to it. And question two. What is your most memorable Halloween night? When will you tell us about it? Pretty please. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, I'm going to grab a couple of Hershey chocolate and Twix. And I'll be off. Okay. See you later, Jack. Be Bye. Careful. Thanks for thanks for pilfering all the candy. Gosh. Uh, so, <laughs> for one, why ask trick or treat if you're just going to take the treats at the end and not give me agency? That feels that feels a little anti Jack message. Truth of the matter is, I'm not the most social person. I'm working on it. I've never been a holiday or crowd person, so I don't have a particularly great Halloween story. But I will say this. Once, during a costumed bar crawl, I got a blowjob from a zombie. <laughs> and it was a really good one. Because, I mean, it was the kind of, kind of blowjob where she wanted to give it so bad that we stopped mid, you know, pub crawl. Uh, but she was zombied out, and she was, uh, she, was, uh, she was a stage monkey, so she knew her way around uh, the backstage of a craft and all that. So she, she did a pretty good makeup job. This is pre-Walking Dead, <laughs> but I will always think, I will always think, like, every time I looked down, and then she was a zombie, ah! Because, uh, because you kind of, <laughs> you kind of forget in the throes of good oral sex. So that's the best Halloween story I can do, and I hope that you love it. All right, we've got a couple more questions left. I don't know the names of who's, of who's attached to them. Uh, that's my mistake and not anybody else's, so let's just question one of three. Mystery caller one of three. Trick or treat! Ooh, I'm a ghost, and I just wanted to ask you what your favorite kind of candy was when you were a kid, and if it's still your favorite kind of candy now. <laughs> well, all right there, Hamlet. Uh, <laughs> should I say Polonius? <laughs> my favorite candy as a kid is not sold anymore because it was extremely racist and I did not know that at the time. So I do beg clemency from the internet now, but at least you know I'm being honest. Uh, it went by the name Cherry Clan. It was, it was artificial pixie stick flavored cherries. They came, it was, everything was fine about it except the box that they came on. The cherries had huge slanted eyes and buck teeth and those little uh straw hats that are 
as far as I know, actually Vietnamese and have never been part of China's culture at all. Cherry Clan, uh, I should probably find a link for that as well. Put it on the blog after. Uh, but if we're going with mainstream candy bars, uh, Mr. Good Bar was the one growing up. But I have since been, uh, you know, tainted by my travels and, and darker cocos and, and more rich milk chocolates uh, elsewhere in the States. And uh, so, no, if I'm going to go for something sweet, it's likely going to be Nutella or Nutella-ish. Uh, somewhere in there. A good cho chocolate peanut, a good chocolate hazelnut. Uh Man, everything tastes better with a little bit of Nutella on top. Ding. Some oh, I should probably I should probably set this up. Mystery color two. Maybe, possibly, if they come back to us. Oh, Vakuru, why you got to do this to us? Now? Most of these questions are not Halloween related, but I'm gonna ask them anyways. Okay. Um, question one: Do you believe in any? Um, monsters or um, urban urban legends or cryptids. I think that's what they're called, like Bigfoot and stuff like that. What? Um, I have never heard that last word before. Mm -hmm. Just just say it. Question two. Okay, I guess that was question one. No, I don't. I don't believe in the supernatural. It's fun. It's interesting. No, I don't actually believe in it. Uh, I don't know what that third word is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a man of science and however boring that is at least i'm not afraid of uh vampires or anything else um if you had to dye your hair okay or, or your beard um a color like that's not a natural color like blue or something um what color would you dye your hair if you i actually uh for final fantasy the spirits went in for the theatrical premiere, I actually went, I was very, very buff at the time, and I actually bleached my hair, bright, bright blonde, got a face tattoo and everything, and went as Zane from Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, it was a great time, lots of people dressed up. Uh, I grew up in an area that I've talked about, was very Latino native, there were hardly any uh, black people around, and uh, I, I went as Zane, I just happened to bump, I went with some friends, but I happened to bump into uh, a black guy. This was before cosplaying. Cosplaying was not a word or anything like that. Didn't exist. So just dressing up a little bit like a character was cool. Uh, and he was dressed up as ooh ooh. I forget what the name of the soft-spoken black guy from Final Fantasy VIII was called. That's gonna kill me. I think it begins with a K Y, but it's not a tip. It's like Kairos or something like that, maybe. But anyways, it was it was dead set. And as soon as we saw each other, we were like, hey. And we became fast friends, and he even sat next to me, uh, and it's just a great night. So I've actually, I've actually bright, bright blonde bleached my hair for for that quote unquote cosplay. Uh, I wonder if my mom has a picture of that somewhere. Oh man, that's temp. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Uh, and not, and then not show any of you. So why am I saying it on air? Ha <laughs> uh, God, I was in real good shape for that picture, though. Uh, yeah, that's, that would be a real good one. Okay. So, uh, right after that, cause it was already bleached. Somebody goes like, Oh, are you going to make it another color now? Because I did not know that you bleach your hair before you dye it. Uh, so I was like, sure, let's just dye it red because the girlfriend at the time was always like into me. And she called me a Weasley, even though I didn't have, uh, didn't have red hair. 
uh, as a base or very red hair, but I was, uh, you know, tall and pale. So she always called me like the, I think the ninth Weasley. She was super into Harry Potter. Uh, so I dyed it red and she was just over the moon happy. And I was, and I was Jack Weasley, uh, for months, even after the hair, uh, even after it all faded. Uh, yeah, there you go. There's some hair dyeing stories. Had to. Bet you didn't expect that, did you? Like you can't, you can't say red either. Cause that's the natural color. Um, question three, do you have any red on top. recurring jerk. dreams or nightmares that yeah. are? Yeah, I have, I have the teeth falls out one. I'll just jump the gun on that one. That's a fairly, once I found out that was a common one, uh, it's, it happened much less frequently. Yeah, I have that one. Uh, memorable to you. Question four, who's your favorite Disney villain? Um, I think I like Ursula because, like, Ursula never lied, you know? Like, Ursula. she straight up told Deal with the devil. what would happen Respect. to Ariel. Um, but that's me. So, <laughs> what's your favorite Disney villain? I mean, right now, uh, the villain that I disagree with the most is the Cardinal from Hunchbier, Hun Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hellfire, of course, that great song. But, like, of course, my sexuality views are opposite. So he's a real easy one, right? Like, he's... He's very much not take responsibility and how dare a woman tempt him. And I'm, I'm very much the opposite view. So he's like an easy one. Uh, which one do I like the most? Uh, I will always, even though he's just a giant nutcase, even though he's your crazy uncle at Thanksgiving, I think I will always love performance wise. James Woods has as Hades or anything else. Speaking of final fantasy, the spirits within, uh, there is something magical about James Woods's voice and I'm not sure I would be doing or trying to do voice work if he had not illuminated that path for me um and last question is what do you think of uh pet costumes and um what would you dress up Mrs. Kitty as <laughs> it sounds like she would kill you but um, if if she allowed it, what would you dress her up as? Or what would you like to see? So that's all. And hope you have a good Halloween and the rest of the year and holidays. And I will catch you on the blog. <laughs> when, when you asked me my thoughts on pet costumes, I went someplace very differently. Uh, the only pet costume I ever saw that I liked for a cat was a pirate outfit. There's a gif. Again, I'll see if I can find it and put it up on the blog. <laughs> Thank you for all the questions. <laughs> and last but not least, I believe this is Winchy, but mystery caller number three. Maybe, possibly. This is going to round us out as soon as it plays Vakaroo. Hi, Jack. Hello. Welcome back. Thank it you. is great to have you. And what wonderful things with the live streams and all the content oh, um, off Tumblr lately. It's been oh, really exciting. I am thrilled that Halloween's coming. You have some new listeners that are in for a real treat. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I loved your vampire ones from last year. Uh -huh, oh, man. Uh -huh. I had three Halloween questions for you. Um, I don't know what to call them, but there's this there's this kind of candy that nobody likes, right? 
and it's kind of a taffy with like a powdery uh, peanut butter in the middle. And I love them, so I wondered if I could have yours. Yes, um, absolutely. And Take it away. I wondered if you could tell us, if no one's asked yet about this, what's the um, what's the most outrageous or silliest or spectacular thing you've ever done for Halloween? And um, could you describe for us? Okay, I guess that's the end of question two. What's the most outrageous thing I've ever done? Well, it's really hard to top a one podcast off the top of your head. Get a public, semi-public uh, blowjob by a zombie. Um, oof. What's more outrageous than that? I think I've talked about the ring prank on the podcast as well. That's Halloween related, tangentially. Uh, okay, I guess the last thing is in October, in fairly freezing cold weather, uh, somebody threw apples into a pool and I jumped in to bob for them, quote unquote. And uh, it, it got such a good reaction, I kept going after the first one. And then I, <laughs> of course, uh, I had a painted face for my costume. I don't remember what it was that year. So I had to take off all my clothes and everything and change clothes. And then I just had the painted face. Uh, besides that, in high school, I may be giving away too much here. I did go to high school that whole day dressed as Linda Tripp, which I regret. I didn't understand what I was saying at the time. I was 16 or or so, maybe 15 even. And I, you know, I I was making a play that I was trying to make the joke, I'm not very attractive. I didn't quite, at the time, know the message I was actually carrying. Uh, <laughs> remember, I grew up in a rural area where if you weren't hitting women, you were doing fantastic and were kind of a feminist already. So, <laughs> the sins of the past come back. The best costume you've seen on... Um... On a chick, and a chick. Uh, that can be. Why does it have to be on a woman? Whoa! Best in any way that the word means to you. Um, <laughs> happy Halloween! Why, thank bye you. Bye. Thank you so much, Wench, always for being a light to the show and my life as well, with your constant love and praise. Anybody who doesn't know Wench of the Scullery, you're missing out, man. She's radiant. She's fantastic. Um. I, I I will say that once at work, I was sitting out on a bench. There was a costume thing going. I was all work and, and no fun uh, at the time. So I decorated and everything, but I didn't do a costume. I was really, just really overworked. There was this group bonus where everybody, including me, got the same amount of bonus money, uh, which was very different for this company. It was a very top-down company. It was a Fortune 500 company. So typically it would pay me you know, five times as much and then maybe pay them half. But this was, everybody would get, I think it was like, it was going to work out to 750 bucks, essentially. If we, if we all 17, me, the boss, them, the employees uh, of the circuit do it. And I was overworked and stressed. And uh, I had just gotten the news before a meeting that we had hit it right at the 11th hour. We're talking, we're talking like October 29th. And it had to come in by the end of the month. Like we were sweating it. So I was just feeling this relief and feeling real good. I was sitting outside. Uh, I, I, I had just, not just quit smoking, but quit smoking in the previous few years. And so I still had that go outside and go, <sighs> uh, breathe heavily thing and eat a granola bar. And I'll never forget, as long as I live, a guy just dressed like me, just, you know, slacks and a button-up t-shirt, 
looking like kind of given like a thousand yard stare like he's not really listening and he was surrounded on either side by a woman a beautiful woman and they were squabbling about where to go for lunch like this was not a typical conversation you would not be at all surprised to know if it escalated but they were going at it about like what do you I mean, I just, what do you, why do you always want a salad? And then the other one would be like, listen, I just, this is a special occasion, all right? Like, we didn't win the costume. We put all our, whatever. Let's just go out. Let's just go to, there's a bar real close. Let's just go to this bar. Let's just, come on, let's get a drink or two. The first girl's like, no, I just want a salad. I just want to, listen, I just want to, and you hear it, and I hear it, and I hear it, and I'm just, like, feeling glee. And then as they pass by, I see this guy's vacant, vacant look. And the woman... <laughs> abdicating for this salad i swear to god you guys the woman educated for the salad and let's not get a beer let's just chill out is decked head to toe in a handcrafted angel costume and the one saying let's go get a beer and all the rest is straight up horns pitchfork devil sexy devil lady and i thought maybe they're just really committed to a bit so i watched them all the way to the car they were not they were not, they were not aware that they were doing the angel devil on the shoulder bit for this guy. And I still fucking think about that one. <laughs> oh, what a great memory. I haven't thought about it in years. Oh, this was a fun one. So many questions. Thank you all for putting so many questions into my basket. The podcast is back. It'll be back next week and the week after and the week after and the week after and everything else. Thank you so much for the hiatus while traveling. Obviously, uh, it's crunch time for me. I'm getting some other stuff done that I'm not quite ready to reveal just yet. But if you come to the blog, that's graynighterotica.tumblr.com. You can see links, hopefully, if I remember them, to the things that I mentioned during this podcast and some other things as well. Guys, <sighs> it's been real interesting. This fall has begun. It's very crisp fall. It's a very light fall where I am right now. I'm feeling real good. I've got about two weeks left, and then all the bad vibes will fall off. Uh, I'm pretty much saying by election day night, whatever happens, like my stress levels are going to return to normal, essentially, uh, knock on wood. And, you know, thank you for being so patient with me. Thank you for being so good to me. Thank you for being my fans and my friends and everything else. Thank you for putting up with the window volume adjustment noise since I didn't quite have everything perfected yet on this new equipment. And thank you for accepting the imperfection that is me and embracing me. And I hope it's not too forward to say that I love you. I was looking forward to this all week long. It's been a wonderful break. Uh, there's kitty noises in the background. There's pauses. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of fushigana fush, going on, mashigana, in my throat and all that. And it's still perfect and lovely. And I can't wait to do it again and again and again. So hopefully you feel the exact same way. <sighs> yeah, check me out on the blog. You can buy you can buy more stuff off Audible. Uh, you can you can find me on the webpage, Great Not Erotica, for more. You know the drill at this point. I'm having a wonderful time. I hope you're having a wonderful time too. And I hope you'll come back and see me the very next week. Okay, guys. Once again, this was Great Night Erotica podcast episode. I don't remember. It was at the top of the hour. And uh, yeah, see you next week. Have a great rest of your week ahead of you.